Hello and welcome to another episode of the Tip Balls Podcast. I am your host, Sam Randazzo, and I am joined today by my <sighs> hacking co-host. To my right, it is the one and only Uncle Sam. Hello. We, okay, I am personally dumbfounded with the weekend of football we saw because I don't think there's anybody in the world right now who could properly predict what's happening in the NFL. I mean, the Chargers lost to the Seahawks. Uh, I I am beginning to think the Seahawks are, are no joke. The And we all thought they were going to be awful. The Buccaneers lost to the worst, the seemingly the worst team in football. The tanking Carolina Panthers. Obviously, not, they're not tanking. Did not lose. I, I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't see a team play with more intensity than the Carolina Panthers did yesterday. I mean, it was a spanking. I, I have never seen a team play with that much intensity. They played like that was their Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers lost to Taylor Heineke. <laughs> You know what? I, I thought Brady looked bad. Look at fucking Rodgers. I mean, shit. My God. It was. Uh, We're going to go through each game, though, and uh, let's start with the fucking Lions. Let's start with the. The fucking Lions. Fucking yes, just like your shirt. You know, you, you, I, I. They come out. Don't even get me started on officiating. Officiating was fucking atrocious. <laughs> it was atrocious. I see a guy get body slammed by a fucking linebacker from Dallas. No flag, no no. He picked him up and literally body slammed him, and no flag. Well, I, 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 and and the roughing the passer calls. I, I don't even want to go there. I'm not even going there. We know what a joke the NFL is right now. All plays should be reviewable. Every fucking play needs to be reviewable. It is to a point. Where the bad calls are costing teams games. It has to be reviewable. Every play needs to be reviewable. Well, the Cowboys bested the Lions 24 to 6 at they, home. They were at home and uh, they had the advantage. Uh, you know, D Detroit was up 6 3 at the half. Well, they, they played a really good half. The defense stepped up, they, they, they got some punts going. The, the offense was a little shaky at best you know but they stayed in it they stayed in it and then in the second half I, I jared goff from last year showed up well goff was uh 21 for 26 228 yards 80 percent passing two picks sacked five times i had a feeling that was going to be the case against the cowboys yeah, but the wheels defense. didn't come off till the fourth quarter. i'm aware they played a good half and they can just not sustain Three full quarters of four quarter full four quarters of football. Jamal Williams averaged over five yards per carry. He had seventy nine yards on fifteen touches, but he fumbled the ball twice. Point blank, this is how exactly guy how never I, fumbled in his career, and he fumbles twice, twice. today. This is exactly, that unbelievable? Exactly how I thought it was going to go. Uh, obviously, you and I both picked the Cowboys in this game. Yeah. Um. The the one thing that I did do was when I was formulating our picks the other night. I, I was sitting there and I was like, God, who do I think is going to have a really nice game? And and I said that Ezekiel Elliott was one of my boom players for this week. And thank God he got two touchdowns. 15 carries, 57 yards, and two tuds for Ezekiel Elliott. Um, point blank, the Lions defense cannot stop the run. 
I we said it on the show on Wednesday. We knew we knew that going. We in. knew this, and, and and you know what? Shame on Mike McCarthy. The first half of that game was fucking atrocious. They did not run the football at all. Then they come out in the third quarter and ran it down their throat. It, it, Mike McCarthy is an utter fucking limp penis. I I I <laughs> I, I don't even know what uh, what other way to put it at. He fucking sucks. So he deserves to be fired. I, I'm being honest with you. Even though they won, he deserves to lose his job. And let me tell you something. I'm officially off the Dan Campbell wagon. This fucking clown cannot fucking make a decent call in a game. He he cannot manage a football game. No. He cannot. He's a great guy. I get it. I'd love to go drink beer with him. But as the Detroit Lions head coach, he is not the fucking guy. No, he's he's not. He's and not the fucking guy. We're, we're starting. It needs, to, it needs to stop. We're starting to because see it now. once again, there's plays on the field that this guy should be be in the face of the referees, in the face of the referees, throwing challenge flags when he should be, and he doesn't. And, and it needs to fucking stop. Great leader. Needs to fucking stop. Great leader. Great advocate for the player. Not a football coach. He's period. not a fucking football. He's not a he's football not a head coach. coach. Um. And I think now we're at the point in the year. I mean, we're going into week eight next week um, where we could start. You could start. You we're, know, we're halfway, dude. And this 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 clown's cost him at least three games this year. I mean, we're sitting here. The Lions are now one in six. One in five. Listen no, we're in week seven. He, he's two oh, and eleven on the road. Huh? He's two and eleven on the road. Lifetime. Lifetime. Okay. He needs to go. We we can and we can officially stop. we can officially write the lines off at this point. This is that's it. Well, I, I don't know about write them off because no, I we still, can write them I off. I still think that they're going to win a game here, a game or two that they shouldn't. Yeah, but I mean, but, God but bless them if they win two more games all year. Uh, what what is it going to be to save his job? It, it needs to fucking stop. Listen, uh, here's the thing: they had opportunities to hire an experienced head coach. Actually, they got more of an opportunity now if they would get rid of him now. What are you going to do? Are you going to go forward with him and let him finish out the year? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, will. I guess you could do that. you want to know what will happen. If, but, you, if you fire but, him now. But, uh, Sheila Hemp, whatever her fucking name is, Ford, Hemp, Ford, Hemp, Hemp, Ford, just marijuana, whatever. <laughs> go pull up, call Sean Payton, back up the fucking Brinks truck to his house, Offer him whatever he wants to bring him here. Get a fucking experienced head coach in here that knows how to fucking win football games. I'm tired of this same bullshit year after year after year. They hire the new coordinator. They hire a defensive coordinator. They hire a fucking tight ends coach. They get, get a fucking head coach in here. Stop already. Stop the madness. If you fire him now, you're. I think you'd lose the team. Because I, I'm gonna be honest with you, he's gonna lose the team before the end of this year. You think so? I truly believe so. Well, he lost him the second half of that game. He it lost was, him. It was just awful. He lost Putin. him in the, the Patriot game. Should we even go forward with it? So I think he's already lost. Him. Well, this is gonna be the this is gonna be the true. Granted, the Cowboys. I said it this week. Everybody thinks they're deep. Listen, they should have beat that. They should have beat the Cowboys. This is ridiculous. It's bullshit. Well, they they're gonna get spanked by Miami next week, most likely, and then they're yeah. Like I said before, they're gonna win a game they have no business winning. That might be one of them. It's either that game or the Buffalo game that they have no business even being in. Listen, to and me. they'll pull it out. 
It will not be the Buffalo game. <clears throat> They'll win three fucking games this year. And what do we do? Bring this clown back next year? Bring him back? Bring, what? Bring back Brad Holmes back? This I, I'm going to point a finger right now. I'm going to point at Brad Holmes. You did nothing in free agency to, to sure up that defense. And when you I knew agree. it was fucking bad. And then you changed defenses from last year to this year. You didn't have the fucking talent on that side of the ball. You changed fucking defenses. These guys are trying to learn on the fly. I don't blame them. I blame the coaching, and I blame the GM. Well, they play Miami next week. They'll get spanked. And then they play and Green. I, well, and I, uh, everybody going to point the finger at Aaron Glenn again? The defense wasn't the issue that yesterday. It was the fucking offense. Well, no, the defense is the issue every week because they can't stop but anybody. The, you know what? The defense, for the most part, are they good? No. No, they're but, awful. But they did enough to probably win that game yesterday. You can't turn the fucking ball over fucking three times in the second half and expect to be in a game. I don't understand how you go from scoring 40 points a week. To not that, being able to score then, a touchdown in the last two games. Then, yeah, you can't score a single touchdown in two games. It's it's awful. There, something needs that. Something needs to change. I don't know what the answer is yet. If they come back Dak home, Dak Prescott was nineteen of twenty-five for two hundred and seven yards and a touchdown. He couldn't hit the fucking broadside of a fucking barn yesterday. C.D. Lamb had seventy yards on four receptions. It yeah. was. They, I mean, it's just. Yeah. It's typical. He had seventy Lions of the two hundred yards that he had. Give me a fucking break, dude. We're officially at the SOL. The broad, he couldn't hit the broadside of a fucking barn yesterday. The SOL point in the season where everybody drank the Kool-Aid just long enough to... Whatever. They should have won that game yesterday. Shame on them. Shame on them. You know what? Dan Campbell cost him fucking three games already this year, and he's going to continue to do the same stupid shit. And, and, you, and I don't even want him to point the finger, oh, my quarterback threw two picks. My fucking running back fumbled twice at the one. Well, I don't even want to hear it, dude. It's the same fucking excuse week after week. I don't even want to fucking hear it. You want to know why? Because let me tell you something. The two New York teams that were absolutely a shit show and probably worse than the Lions, not roster-wise, I'm not going to say roster-wise, but both of those teams are fucking playing at a high level with new coaches. I mean, both of damn. The, the fucking Giants, okay, Whose roster was it as bad as Detroit's? No, I don't think so. But they're they were six right and there. one. They were right there, and, and and these guys are playing lights out. Six and one. Daniel Jones looks like fucking Fran Tarkenton running around out there. <laughs> this fucking guy is doing everything for his team to win. What is Jared Goff doing? Jared Goff is laying an egg. And I'm going to tell you something. Jared Goff was fucking awful yesterday. It was Jared Goff of last year again. That tentative fucking no will to win yesterday. And I don't like that shit about him. Can they win six, seven, eight games with him? Yes. Are they going to go further than that? No. Well, so you're off the golf train now. It's too. not that I'm off the golf train. Let's be realistic. If you want to win seven, eight games, can you win football games with Jared Goff? Yes. Are they going to go further into the playoffs? No. No, they won't. Because they're never going to have a roster like the Rams team had. I, I don't disagree with anything you said. It's 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 not fun to talk about them. It's over. It's over. Uh, it was so it – was, it was hopeful. Yeah, and then yesterday it. just sucked the life out of you if you are a Detroit Hard knocks. Yeah, whatever. Hard <laughs> need a hard knock to the head just to watch them. <laughs> Fucking awful. Um. 
the life was sucked out of me yesterday as well. Because I had to sit there and watch a team who just fired their head coach, a team who traded away their probably best player in franchise history, welcome in Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and absolutely, positively bend them over and just lay a dicking on them. It was it was awful. The Panthers beat the Bucks twenty-one to three. The Buccaneers. That was one. Of, that was Brady's first. What was this fucking stat? I, first time in two years me, not having a touchdown I, I'm, pass. I'm going to tell you just like this. That game was 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 the worst defensive game I've seen the Buccaneers play in two years. Yeah, Hands in two down. years. Um, um, they could not stop the fucking run. Well, they couldn't you, run. You let you let a guy go for a buck eighteen on you. Foreman, they went for almost 200 yards on the ground against probably one of the better run defenses in the NFL, yeah. and they got it ran down their throat. Before Chuba got hurt, he went. He was he ran for 63 yards, nine attempts. They were averaging seven yards per carry against him. It was awful, and I keep watching them. I keep watching them drop balls. Mike Evans, there's nobody within 20 yards of him. Just simply dropped a wide open touchdown pass and everybody's ready to say oh now this is it brady's washed brady doesn't have it brady's washed you know what the best thing that'll happen for him is people believe that well i I know because i'm sitting there watching the game and i'm watching pro bowl receivers not do their job leonard fournette looks completely out of sorts the offense it's not that the, the offensive line is horrible. They have one of the worst offensive lines in football. It's probably like if not them, the worst, if not the worst. Den- I mean, it was it was fucking. When, when have you ever seen Tom awful. Brady two of twelve from from for third down efficiency? Never. What have you ever seen? Never. That? Because it's they're bullshit. not. Listen, they can't protect him. They cannot run the fucking football, so they have no balance. So here you got a a fifty uh, year old quarterback. Throwing forty nine fucking times in a game. I mean, it's fucking. He doesn't awful. need to be doing that. It's bullshit. It's all bullshit. PJ Walker threw the ball twenty two times, and they put up twenty one points. Well, yeah, I mean, two times. Chuba Hubbard he had sixteen completions. Hubbard and Foreman combined for oh yeah, like you said, yards. Yeah, almost a hundred eighty. And Chuba yards. went out. Chuba had sixty five yards and went out. I yeah. think in the third quarter. It was TJ Moore had a couple great catches. That uh, one touchdown catch was fucking unbelievable. It was the best catch he's no, ever made in his career. Yeah, Tommy Tremble pulled in that nice Tommy touchdown Tremble, catch. Nobody too. even knows who Tommy Tremble is. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, it's what it is. Listen, they played with more intensity than I seen any team play with yesterday. I, I was I was enamored by it. It reminded me of of teams that were playing back in the eighties and nineties. The intensity they were playing with. And the physicality, that's something that these teams don't do anymore. And then that's that's the reason why they fucking won this game. It's because everybody wrote them off, and these guys got a chip on their fucking shoulder and are finally playing hard. I, do you want me to be honest with you? Yeah. I, I, I don't see how, I don't see how they come back from this. I don't. Back. I don't see how the Buccaneers find a way to write. So, this. What are you throwing the dirt on him? Uh, I'm not throwing the dirt on. I'm not throwing the dirt on him. On the Buccaneers, you. I think I'm Buccaneers on this season. I think I'm. I think I'm throwing the dirt. It was. It's 
so bad you, now. You realize they're they're still in contention. Their division uh, yes, is nowhere their division near is fucking awful. Clinched. But they can still clinch your division. It's I don't see how it gets better. And when I say throw the dirt on them, I'm not saying, oh, make a playoff appearance and then get smacked by they, Philly. They in did the not first come out round. with any intensity yesterday. That's coaching. Todd that's, Bowles. That's, Todd Bowles is not the fucking answer. Todd Bowles is not the fucking answer. You you need to just put him at defensive coordinator. Let Brian Leftwich be the coach from here on out. And, well, and, guess and, what? They're not calling the offense well either. The problem is, is is honest to God, you go pull Bruce Arians out from whatever hole he's in and bring my man back. He's sitting in the front office. It man. clicked. It clicked with him. It ain't clicking right now. The, it's not it's not working. It's yeah, not it's working. I don't think he'd come back. I don't think he would either. And, and as upsetting to me as that is, I, I just don't think this team is good enough. How, to, how could you take a team that we thought that would be at least Shit, if not there was run a, the table, be all be there right at the end with win their division easily and now they're fucking struggling. There was one point you and I even get there. You and I both said this team would go seventeen and zero. It was a possibility that they could have. And I knew there would be a couple of games in there that would be iffy, but not to this fucking. He point. just, he just. I, I, they're awful. They're awful right now. The offensive line's awful. The defense kind of gave up, which I that is an unlike thing for a Tampa. You want to know what they look like right now? They look Detroit like. Lions? Well, yeah, yesterday they did, but they look like. Listen, as bad as they were yesterday, Tom Brady still doesn't look as bad as Jared Goff. I agree with that. Yeah. But they look like their last year. His last year in New England. Yeah. It, yeah it's that. There's nobody there to catch the ball. The guys you expect to do it are not are playing extremely poorly. I mean, and they have no offensive line help. And yeah, Mike Evans secondary had catches for 96 yards. I don't know what. Yes. And he was on one leg. But, he hurt himself now. But. You don't know what's going to happen. He dropped. There. He dropped before that. Yeah, the touchdown. The first no, drive I, of the game. Yeah. And the, at this point in the year, when you're a – you're a three and three team coming in. You as one of the leaders of that team can't be making those mistakes. You cannot do it. Period. Because that cost them the, their play, the play of the Godwin, Fournette, and Evans is going to cost them the season. Period. They're not focused. They're not focused. And everybody who wants to give Brady shit right now for taking Wednesdays off, for not going to camp, for going to Robert Kraft's wedding on a Friday excuses. night. No, the, 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 it it needs to be said now. The pink elephant in the room is the offensive line. They didn't address it, and they just went forward with it. That's it, and that's why they're fucking losing. They need to, they need to stop nothing and address they can it do. now. There's not. It's too late in the season to fucking bring guys in unless they're going to make some mal- miraculous trades here and sure up that offensive line. Um, the next game I want to talk about is the Chiefs at the 49ers. The Chiefs ended up putting 44 points up on a very stout San Francisco defense. And Jimmy Garoppolo looked okay at best. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, the 49ers' new toy, got involved a little bit. George Kittle had a nice game. Debo Samuel stayed for silent for the most part. But I think the big, big, big exclamation point here for me is the fact that the Chiefs managed to put up 44 against the San Francisco defense. Uh, well, yeah, Juju Smith-Schuster. The guy you dropped two weeks ago. 
Seven receptions and eight targets. He had the game of his career. 125 yards yeah, in the I touchdown. Never had a game that good. For Schuster. You know, Valdez Scantling, three receptions, 111 here's yards. The, here's the bad thing. When you had a wide receiver score two touchdowns running the football, that will tell you where the Chiefs at. They're still one-dimensional. They did not use uh, Pacheco like they said they were going to do. They were still using Edwards Alaire as the third down guy. And... Um, uh, all they did was went pass heavy. They went pass heavy. You know, yeah, Mahomes 17 yards uh, passing. Yeah, Mahomes went threw the ball heavy. 34 times, three yeah. touchdowns, a pick a sack. There you go. Uh, QBR of 132. On the other side of the ball. And I'm going to say this. It, it, the 49ers, they did not commit to the run. And, no. And they did not commit to the run like no. they normally do. They only had 100 yards rushing. Normally, they have more yards rushing than they do passing. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo cannot throw the ball 46 times and expect for them to win. That's not going to fucking happen. I'm sorry, 37 times. <laughs> he uh, did he, throw for Jimmy, three. Jimmy Garoppolo cannot throw for 303 yards, two touchdowns. He did have a pick 37 times. They are not going to win with that formula. Did Garoppolo get hurt? I, I missed the tail end of that. I don't think so. I don't because think so. I thought I no. I think at one point it was so far out of fucking reach. They oh, they him. threw Brock Purdy in. Yeah, there. they threw yeah. Brock, Brock Purdy in there because I think the game was so far out of reach because uh, they had a couple of turnovers that just destroyed them. Garoppolo, twenty-five completions, three hundred and three yards, two touchdowns, a pick. He was sacked five times, which that in itself. I mean, the Chiefs' defense doesn't come off the board and slap you in the face as a team that's going to sack you five times in a game. But uh, McCaffrey, 38 yards in his debut. Kittle, 98 yards in a touchdown. Ray Ray McLeod, four receptions, 65 yards in a touchdown. Ayuk went for 82 yards. Debo, like I said, was pretty quiet for the most part. Um, they were they were keying on him. They kept rolling coverage toward him. There was really nothing they were he was going to be able. They took him out of the game. I mean, the the one thing that we can take away from this, I think, <coughs> is. To me, this game really solidified up how good the Chiefs were because I had a lot of respect for San Francisco's defense coming in. And the other takeaway is once Christian McCaffrey has a couple games to acclimate into this offense and they figure out a way to utilize all the weapons they have, Kittle, Debo, Ayuk, Ray Ray McLeod, and Christian McCaffrey together, once they find a way to get that harmonious, they're gonna be. They're gonna be. Dangerous. They're gonna be a good football. They're gonna be dangerous. Yeah. This. This was. I mean. This was game one for McCaffrey, and he averaged four and a half yards per carry. So I'll take it. Um, the 49ers, to me, right now, even coming off of a loss by twenty points, I, I think they might be favorite in their division at least. Yeah, in their division. And they might. I think once this thing starts clicking, I mean, Tampa's now a non-factor. Green Bay is now a non-factor. Well, you're going to have some different might teams. Might come down you're to You're going to have different teams up there in the top. You know, in the NFC, you still got the Vikings. You still got the Eagles. Vikings Viking, are 5-1. Vikings, Vikings are not entity. Eagles are 6-0 and oh, still. Um, don't sleep on Seattle. P come on, dude. The, the, the scumbag-led Seattle Seahawks. Don't sleep We're on them. i to sit dude. here and talk about Seattle as a playoff contender. Uh, listen to me. If if Geno Smith can continue to play the way he's playing, 
He dropped a dime on a fucking, on this Godwin yesterday that was, I was like, holy shit, Goodwin, not Godwin, Goodwin, that I was really impressed with. He, he He's no punk. Um, I always thought he was a punk, but I guess not. 84% of employers agree that offering financial wellness tools can help reduce employee attrition. Is your small business providing enough benefits and financial wellness tools to its employees? Matt Lenhart and his team at Insignia Financial Company want to help you make sure you are doing everything you can to keep your employees financially healthy. Give Matt a call today at 734-744-9607 for a complimentary consultation or retirement plan review to make sure you are putting your best foot forward and keeping your employees first. His name is Matt Lenhart at Insignia Financial Company, and that number again is 734-744-9607. Give Matt a call. Your employees will appreciate it, and he will definitely give you the best consultation he can. Security and investment advisory services offered through Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated, member F-I-N-R-A-S-I-P-C. Royal Alliance Associates Incorporated is separately owned and any other entities or marketing names mentioned here are independent of Royal Alliance Associates. Let's talk about that. Uh, let's talk about that game with, that I thought that was pretty much the Joe Burrow coming out party. My God. He was fucking amazing yesterday. Joe Burrow, 32 for 42 and three touchdowns in a game against the Atlanta Falcons where the Bengals came out on top 35 to 17. Uh, they didn't need to run the ball, so Mixon had 17 attempts for 58 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Jamar Chase, eight receptions, a buck 30 and two tuds because you know if Joe Burrow has 481 yards, at least 100 of those are going to Jamar Chase. Tyler Boyd, though, eight receptions, 155 yards, and a touchdown. That is his biggest game of the year to date. And T. Higgins didn't get let down either. Five receptions, 93 yards. Um, everything. Three receivers fired. almost going for 100 yards apiece. Yeah. That's, that's everything fired. That's amazing. For them. And he's only sacked three times, which for Joe Burrow, that's like. Yeah, that's that's best like case scenario. He also yeah. had a rushing touchdown. Um, he was amazing yesterday. The other side of the ball. He showed everybody he's still one, one of the top guys did, in this league. Didn't you say the Falcons cover this game? I, I believe I did pick the Falcons to cover this yeah. game. Yeah. The Falcons were unable uh. to run the football, which was surprising well, against them. I mean, this was one of my they put takes. 100 yards on them where they've been putting like close to 200 on everybody else. Yeah, and this was one of my takes from this yeah. game. Atlanta hasn't played. Everybody overlooks Cincinnati's defense again it was the same thing last year that defensive front looks very very nice and they did a great job yesterday they kept Algiers to three yards per carry Huntley to 3.7 yards per carry it was nice I will say this much I think they still have a few holes on that defense to me personally they're getting there still and at this point in the year the teams that I feel like are still getting there and ain't got it clicking yet worry me a little bit, and Cincinnati yeah. does worry me a little bit. Well, I, I think you've seen them, but they were they were very good yesterday. They looked very good yesterday, and I uh, would, no, I, I 
Listen, Atlanta's defense isn't a juggernaut either, and mm -hmm. and they looked pretty good. No, we saw I mean, it. We saw offense. what we needed to see out of Atlanta yesterday to put them in their place now a little bit. Yeah, you know everybody. It got cute. They looked good. They you know gave some people some games that you didn't think they would like. You know when well, they beat to come San down. Francisco to come down to what we thought they were going to be right from the beginning. Correct. Yeah, they're they're so. right back into their place a little bit more now. Um, in one of my favorite games of the weekend, the Tennessee Titans beat the Indianapolis Colts in 19 to 10. That was a really hard fought game. You picked Tennessee in that one, so congratulations to I you. I did. Yes, you did. Okay. Um, I, I'll tell you this much. I really, I actually enjoyed watching this football game, and I don't know why because nothing all that exciting really happened. But Indianapolis was right there the whole time, right? It was like they, they had, needed to they reach had out and grab of it. They could opportunities to grab this game. Matt Ryan did everything he could possibly do. Yeah, and I mean throwing to guys that are obscure that nobody even knows who the Paris Campbell ten catches, yeah. seventy yards and a touchdown. Paris Campbell. I, I don't even remember him hearing his name the last two weeks. I mean, he they're doing it with absolute nothing. And, and I, I mean. They they only ran the ball for 65 yards total. I know. Total. I know. Total. Matt Ryan, 44 for attempts, 243 yards, a touchdown, two picks, sacked three times. Jonathan Taylor, 10 rushes, 58 yards. Don't know what's going on with him. Don't know what's He's going hurt. on with him. He's hurt. He's not healthy. Wow. Then they need to just sit him down and give well, him. Well, I, I mean, what else. are you going to do without him? It would have been even more of a fucking shit show. I see, I don't think so. I don't I think don't so. At, at this point, he's not that effective. That Deion Jackson Listen, kid was had, effective while he was out. They opportunities to take this game, and they yes, didn't do it. they did. They did. Um, as far as Tennessee goes, though, I mean, Tannehill didn't do anything inspiring to put the game away. Derrick Henry ran the ball 30 times. There you go. Well, that's all they needed. They threw 32 that's, times, that's, and Derrick Henry ran the ball, ball 30 times. And if they just keep Perfect doing balance. that, right, if they keep doing that, they will win games. Nobody really had a fabulous game receiving-wise. Tannehill, 132 yards on 13 completions with no picks, no tuds. He was sacked twice. That's pretty much what you need Ryan Tannehill to go in there and do. Um, Tennessee's defense stepped up yesterday. For probably the first time I've seen them play like really good all year. They got a few guys back that were not playing prior, mm -hmm. but Dupree is back. Yeah, there's a few other guys that are back too that uh, they really missed on defense, and that puts Tennessee at a four-game win streak going into Houston next weekend. And and Houston's no joke. You know, people think Houston's a fucking pushover. They're no pushover. They're tough. We'll get to that. They're but tough. That gives them a four-game win streak going into Houston, and I mean, right now, they beat up on the Colts, and they I know they still play Jacksonville twice. Right. So It's not going to be an easy game for them. That's an interesting division right now. Um, but there's, there's one game I'd like to talk about. Go ahead. If we're done here. Go ahead. The next game coming up that I, I want to talk about. Have at it. Aaron Rodgers, how the fuck did this guy win an MVP last year? He's been fucking listen, because of Devontae Adams. I think if there's one guy that doesn't have anybody to throw to right now, it's fucking Aaron Rodgers, because Alan Lizard went out hurt yesterday, and 
They were fucking awful. You know who their leading receiver was yesterday? Aaron Jones. <laughs> Nine receptions, 53 yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah, I know. He I only had 23 fans. yards rushing. And you know what? AJ God Dillard. bless Taylor Heineke. Oh, God, dude. Because you know what? I made the call here on on yes, you did. the other day yes, you did. that he was going to come out, give this team some fire, and that this team was going to upset the Packers, and that's exactly what the fuck happened. Um, it started out a little shaky. He threw that pick early, and everybody was like, oh, my God, they're going to fucking lose. And no, my we, man gutted it out. Terry McLaurin got Terry McLaurin looked as a fabulous fucking wide receiver. He really did, man. You can't have a talent like this and not throw the fucking football to him. I know. Carson Wentz. He looked and, fabulous. Um, he looked good. Antonio Gibson. Five receptions, 73 yards, and a touchdown for McLaurin. And I'm going to tell you what, not only Gibson, but this Robinson Brian kid, Robinson. This Brian Robinson kid, he's got some talent. I'm telling you what, he's going to be the guy there next year. I truly believe he's well, going to take Gibson's job easily. There's a lot of talk right now that Gibson this week could be traded to the Rams. So oh, wow. we need to keep an eye on that one. Um, but and I, possibly I really, in a swap for Cam Akers. I, I was really impressed. Curtis Samuel ran the ball five times. Yeah. Is that the I, new Debo? Is Curtis Samuel the new Debo Samuel? That's it. Well, I wouldn't do that because you're going to get that poor kid killed. Yeah. He's, he's a little guy. He, you're going to get him crunched. Um, yes. You know what? Great balance by Washington yesterday. They had 198 yards passing, 166 yards rushing. They were, they were, uh, seven of 16. They ran the ball down. 38 times. <laughs> they yeah. ran the ball 38 times. Taylor Heineke did just enough, just what he needed to do to get the job done. It's only sacked once offensive line held up. You know what tells the tale of this game? Time of possession. 37 minutes. For Washington, 22 minutes for well, okay. For the Packers. Packers ran the ball. It. Number one, Packers ran the ball 12 times. Number two, they switched up their <laughs> offensive line yesterday. It was all over the news about how they were going to make this big switch on the offensive line. Didn't work. Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon could not keep a drive going. Point blank, period. A.J. Dillon has essentially become a non-factor in this offense over the last three weeks. That's what I've come to notice. Here, here's what they do with him. He's a power guy. Yes, and he's guess what? It ain't working, dude. He's running between the tackles. Guess what? It They're ain't weak working. in between the tackles. It ain't They can't run working. the fucking football between the tackles. Lazard ain't your, a number one receiver. Sammy no. Watkins is not a number two receiver anymore. Robert no. Tanyan just isn't that good. And what is all this crying? What? This Robert Tanyan guy. I'm watching this guy crying on that last play. They barely touched him. Another bad calls in games. I watched a a a fucking uh, roughing the passer on Aaron Rodgers. The guy pulled his jersey, and they called him for roughing the passer. He was falling down, pulled his jersey, and they, he got called for roughing the passer. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Once again, the NFL referees are fucking awful. They need to stop going by Roger Goodell's protocol and this this don't touch quarterback. If they touch quarterback, throw a flag. That shit needs to fucking stop. Well, I'm so tired of it. I watched Heineke give fucking blockbuster twice and they didn't throw a flag on it. So I, I don't get it. I don't 
I don't get it. Here's the thing. You know who they're going to protect. This is roughing the passer thing. No, if Taylor, <sighs> if Taylor Heineke gets flatlined, are they going to be – is everybody on the field going to throw the flag? No. If Aaron Rodgers gets flatlined, is everybody on the field going to throw the flag? Absolutely. Period. It's just, just that's stop. how it's going to go. It needs to fuck. You want to know something? I think the commanders looked more inspiring yesterday with Taylor Heineke at quarterback than I do that than they did with Carson Wentz. I agree. That's it. I agree with that. You had the answer the whole time. Move on from fucking Wentz. He's injury prone. He's he's prone to having awful games. He's not good at at the end of games making the right decision. I think the commanders had the answer in front of them the whole time. And especially, you're going into a rebuild, and and you might have an ownership change and all the above. Let's 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 just give Taylor Heineke the credit he deserves. The guy played a good game. Guy played his ass off. Yeah, and he he's good enough to get them. His passes look like wounded ducks. Mm -hmm. His passes look like. Yep. But somehow they get to where they got to go. Well, he looked better than Jared Goff yesterday. Absolutely. Uh, I'd rather have Heineke here. Another one of my favorite games of the week. Jacksonville hosted the 5-1 and one Giants. This was a good game. This was a great game. And you want to know what? It literally came down to one yard. To one literally one yard. yard. And I was watching it. I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, my God. They're going to do this. They're going to do this. I picked Jacksonville. Uncle Sam picked the Giants. Of course, the Giants. I thought I'm sitting there at the end watching it. And I was like, oh, my God. I cannot wait to talk about this game tomorrow. Literally. Christian Kirk had the ball at the one, and it took four Giants defenders to sit there and drag him back they five did. yards. The offensive lineman rushing down the field to push the pile just didn't get there in time. And you know what? I'll give it to And he fumbled. He did fumble on that play. Did he? Yeah, they didn't. You know, it didn't matter. But it didn't that matter. Point, but he was stuffed. But he did fumble, and the Giants did recover. So even if that play would have went forward, it would have been Giants ball. But let me tell you something. Daniel Jones impressed the living shit out of me yesterday. And I'm going to tell you why. This guy this guy had 30 attempts. He had 202 yards and a touchdown. Well, hold he did on. not turn the ball over. He had 107 yards on the ground in a rushing game. How the fuck did that happen? What the fuck? He I guess like I was Brand watching it. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like, I. for those of you who are under the age of fucking 30 or 40, Fran Tarkenton was a quarterback for the minnesota vikings yeah in the, the 70s so between saquon barkley and daniel jones and matt Breida, i yeah. mean shit they went for 240 yards on the ground barkley this is why this team continues they don't feel there's a game that they're out of because i actually thought jacksonville had taken control of this game it was gonna fucking win this game and they just kept they would not quit they would not quit, and I'm gonna give I'm gonna give that to to Brian Dabo. That's a fucking football coach right there. He took a team with a shit roster that their best defensive back was traded to Philadelphia, and this 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 guy's fucking winning football games. I mean, yes, they are, but I, I'm sorry, I can't buy into this yet. I cannot buy into it. I can't. Well, what can't you buy into? Well, Wendell Robinson I mean, well, blew we out his got, knee yesterday. We know they got a great running back. We knew Correct. That. You know we Saquon Barkley, if he stays healthy, outside, is going to do what he's doing. Outside Barkley. Dude, what wide receivers does Daniel Jones have? Nobody. And the thing is, now Wendell Robinson is believed to have torn, I think, it torn his ACL. <coughs> They're waiting to hear back today. Yeah. So now, I mean, it's what, Darius Slayton and 
Chris Myrick and fucking Daniel Bellinger and Matt Breida and well Bellinger went out with a he took a fucking thumb to the eye and, and he had to go to the hospital. Oh, so he's fucking blind now. They're gonna have a blind man in at tight end. I mean, you, you know, you know when you play Madden. And you're yeah. in franchise mode, and you get to like the year 2035, and you just have a bunch of random names because everybody else is retired, that's and you have no idea. That's are. what the Giants' wide receiving core is like. It's like you're in 2037 in Madden, and you don't know who's left. I mean, realistically, I, I don't, I just can't get behind the fact that this is sustainable. Period. It was like watching. You remember what I said when the Lions were going into New England? I said I can't live in a world where the Lions continue this. Yeah. Now That's I exactly what happened. I can't live in a world where the Giants continue this. Listen, and the Jaguars gave them every. It was so close. Literally, Christian the Giants. Kirk just Giants just put the points up when it mattered. Hell, the, in the right fourth way. Quarter. They put ten up in the fourth quarter. Yes, the to Giants win this fucking game. And you know what? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it will continue. Giants are in a bye week next week. Then play Houston at home. Then play the Lions at home. So now we're now we're in a situation where Houston could, or where the Giants could end up being eight and one. Yes, realistically, they, they could end up being Philadelphia eight and one for the fucking. Well, yeah, and then they're league. at Dallas, at home against Washington, at home against Philly. Uh, yeah, this that division could put. Listen, this division could have two teams in the playoffs. Oh yeah, the one that because we thought was going to be the absolute worst. Yeah. I mean, you have to figure they're out of conference games going forward. Are Houston, Detroit, Minnesota, and Indy? Which are all winnable games. Which are all winnable. Yeah, and they still all play. Winnable. They still play Dallas once, Washington twice, and Philadelphia twice. Which, let's say they split with Dallas and split with Philly. That's two losses, and let's say they drop one at a conference game. That puts yeah. them at four L's on the year. Yeah. So, yeah, them and Philadelphia are going to be right there neck and neck now. And and Dallas ain't out of the picture yet either. Dallas is five and no, two. Yes, Dallas is still very much in it, but I think one of these teams is going to have to just right. beat up on the other one twice Correct. to solidify their spot. And I don't know which one that's going to be. Um, I don't think the Giants are built very well to go against Philadelphia. That worries me. Yeah, I, I just don't see it. But at the end of the day, that division has a very easy schedule this year playing the NFC North and the AFC right. South. I'll say that much. And the Giants just – I just – I don't know why, but I, they're going to have to start losing games. It doesn't make – I can't comprehend it. Like, I cannot comprehend – like, it was like the Lions thing. Just like I said, I couldn't live in a world where the Lions were playing this well. I can't live in a world where the Giants, with this yeah, but the horrendous Lions of a roster – well, but they were still losing. I'm aware. Because their coach is fucking inept. Yes, this team. This team is playing okay, but why? With a really good coach. Why? They're coached very well, dude. Yes, that's great, but they don't. Well. Ha there's no talent. But it doesn't matter. They got good coaching. Fuck. That's what good coaching does. Well, then, if you're the Detroit good, Lions, good coaching. Take notes. Overdoes talent. Next up, we have in a game that I really, really thought the Browns were gonna take. And I don't know why I said it, but remember. I, I'm going to tell you the truth. I I don't understand. I'm going to say this once. Nick Chubb gets you all the way down the fucking field. You get to the fucking red zone and you take him out. 
What the living I, fuck is wrong with you assholes? <laughs> hey, you deserve to lose your fucking job as a fucking offensive coordinator or a head coach to take this guy out of the game every time you get inside the 20. I don't fucking get it. Why? Now, you can go ahead and talk about it from here out. Uh, because, because they want to keep Kareem's Hunt's utilization up. And that's what he's supposed to be is Give the red zone guy. Break. It is time to just let him sail off in the sunset. Use him when you need to. Nick Chubb, 16 rushes, 91 yards, averaging 5.7 yards per carry and a touchdown. I, it was I'm fabulous. I'm going to say this. They lost this game because, because he only had 16 rushes. Red zone. Correct. They don't run the football. No. And, and I don't fucking get it. I agree. I, I, I agree. Doesn't make sense. It makes absolutely zero sense to me. You got your best target hurt yesterday. David Njoku, unfortunately, now is dealing with an injury. He was 7 for 7 for 71. Amari Cooper, 3 receptions, 74. DPJ, 6 for 71. They did not go to him enough. And he had an offensive pass interference that negated a touchdown, basically. But let's, let's stop here and talk about this real quick. Jacoby Brissett. 22 for 27, 258 yards. That's 81% passing. Yeah. Uh, no touchdowns, no picks. And he was sacked five times. And he had, still had a QBR of 107. So Jacoby Bursett is giving you everything that he is capable of giving. Yeah. Period. Why is Nick Chubb running the ball 16 times? We said it last week. This guy needs to get the ball 20 to 30. He needs to be. He needs twenty five carries a game. He needs twenty five carries a game. It's that easy. You're winning he these leads close the games. League in rushing. That's we know. We know what Cleveland is. They are At Nick Chubb carries a game. And that's the guy it. leads the league in rushing. Correct, because Nick Chubb ah, will go for eighty five ah. yards a game. Let me tell you something, no man. Gus Edwards, you made the call yesterday on Gus Edwards. Yes, I did. And, and, I'm glad I did. And and guess who has Gus Edwards? Me. And who didn't play him? Well, because I have I, Nick I, Chubb I, and Austin Eckler, it. so it's tough. It. That's but a joke. I got bye weeks coming up. Gus yeah. Edwards will be utilized. Gus Edwards, 16 rushes, 66 yards, average four What's yards a carry. Lamar Jackson? Two touchdowns in his first game back since 2020. This is Here's the thing. This is great that the Ravens won. This is great that the Ravens now, I believe, are – Sitting them and them in Cincinnati are really they're, they're leading the, the division. They are leading the division. Okay. And we're we're in a situation now where they are probably going to compete for a playoff spot, but unfortunately, they cannot put a team away. Period. If you go look at this is and this is the Ravens' fatal flaw here. Week one against the Jets, when I believe Zach Wilson went down, correct? He got hurt in week one against Baltimore, right? Uh, they won 24 to nine. Great. I he was nice game. That. Miami lost by four. Then they beat New England by nine. Then they lose to Buffalo by three. Then they beat Cincinnati by two. Then they lose to the Giants by four. Then they beat Cleveland by three. Baltimore is playing down to whatever level of talent they're going up against. And ultimately, they are only winning games by two or three points. And then when they lose a game, they lose by three or four points. So 
that that's an issue for me and i don't trust baltimore right now i was very very high on them at the beginning of the year and now i think this is cincinnati's division two lose going forward simply for the fact that baltimore cannot put anybody away and, and lamar jackson is unfortunately playing down to his competition that's the end of it he had 16 attempts nine completions 120 yards he's he's not throwing the ball well and this has been the, it's the same song and dance every year Period. Well, Bateman was back for this game. Didn't do anything. He Four receptions, 42 yards. Right. I, I mean, well, let's put it for what it is. They don't have a wide receiver. This guy does not have a healthy, real number one wide receiver to throw to. No, and that's an issue. Since Hollywood Brown left. That's an issue. They, they don't have a receiver at all. Point blank, Devin Duvernay, Rashad Bateman, and H.R. Puff and stuff aren't going to get it done. Andrews was hurt yesterday. He was barely on the field. And, I mean, without him, the offense just doesn't click. They got this W, but I think it's a scary W. Speaking of injuries that, that I'm really fucking wondering and hoping that it's nothing serious is the next game we're going to talk about, and that's the uh, the New York Jets who just keep continuing to win. Brees Hall had four carries for 72 yards and a touchdown. It went out with a knee injury. Yeah. It, 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 it looked like it's possibly serious, yeah. like an MCL. Hopefully it's not. Hopefully it's a strain, and this guy can continue to do what he's doing because he's been phenomenal this year. Well, I and, think and, – And I don't think a lot of guys – the two running backs that people that, that went in the second round are really worth the oh, money yeah. that they were fucking yep. – worth the pick that they were picked at. Yeah, him and Kenneth Walker both had a great day. Uh I think the Jets are going to be missing Brees Hall here a little bit for the next couple of games. They do have and Michael Carter. Yeah, Michael Carter's serviceable. I, I don't see why not. Is he Brees Hall talent? No. Um, at the end of the day, the problem with the Jets is, one, they sh should not have really won this game. Okay. Because Denver played fucking awful. And hold on, I know what you're going to say, so give me a second. Okay. I will get there. Uh, Zach Wilson... Did not play well. He was sacked three times. He threw for 121 yards. That's not enough to get the job done. Their receiving core didn't look inspiring yesterday. Uh, obviously, you know what I'm going to say. Braxton Berrios looked better than everybody else on the field. Garrett Wilson didn't, couldn't get open. Braxton Berrios always looks better than everybody else on the field. <laughs> I can attest to that. I've seen it in person. Garrett Wilson couldn't get open. And once Brees went out, Michael Carter pretty much ran the ball 13 times and averaged two yards per carry. That's an issue. But the well, only they, thing... they also went up against probably okay. the top one of the top defenses in the league. We we we've it is what it is. It's the same song and dance every week with Denver. Yes, I know what you're gonna say. Oh, you know, Brett Rip, Brett Rippin, he had a uh, pretty good game. He looked pretty good out there. I actually thought he looked like shit. Oh wow I'm shocked yeah. that you were I was gonna not, say I was that. Not, I figured you were gonna be all he threw about the ball him. for 40, 46 throws. He completed twenty four passes. That's garbage. I'm aware, but that's, that's those are usually the guys you that, that's a, get that, behind. That, that's a, a Matt Stafford fucking That uh, is a Stafford stat Stafford line. Stafford stat line right yeah. here. No touchdowns. No a touchdowns pick in a sack. pick. That is a Stafford um fucking line. There. They they're they are incapable of running the ball. Jerry and you wanna Judy, know what's you wanna know fuck Jerry Judy, I feel so sorry for this kid. And let me tell you why. Russell Wilson was missing him the first fucking four games of the mm -hmm. season. The guy was wide open, throwing his fucking hands in the air, throwing his helmet up into the stands because he's wide open on every yep. play. 
and they just get Rippin was able to continue. find him yesterday. Huh? Rippin was able to find he Judy. Was. Seven yeah. receptions, 96 yards. I'll tell you what. To me, to me, the offense looked more functional with, with Rippin Brett than Rippin than it does with I Russell agree. Wilson. I agree with that. At the end of the day, the passing game for the Broncos looked better. This was the best we have seen it this year. Put a stamp on it. That this is the Broncos' downfall. They cannot run the football. Yeah. Javante Williams couldn't do it before he got hurt. And now you have Melvin Gordon, the ghost of motherfucking Latavius Murray, and they are Who's not the most effective. effective. Back? Mike Boone yesterday, four, they only gave him four touches. He got hurt. Did he go down? Yeah. I must have missed that one. He, but then I'm watch, out there watching hurt. Latavius Murray and Melvin Gordon out there with fucking canes trying to get down the field. Get somebody young. Get yeah. there's got to be somebody out there you can toss up in there, other than the ghost of fucking Latavius Murray. You know, let's let's. Oh, by the way, Todd Gurley retired. I think he didn't retired. officially retire. He not said yet. he was no longer going to play football. He said he's not playing football, which I don't know what that what the difference is there. I, but, I don't either. Yeah, I don't get that either. R.I.P. Todd Gurley. Put his name out there for these teams that need a running back. Yeah, maybe he'll be in a Broncos uniform next week. You never know. Yeah. Um. At the end of the day, the Broncos will be carried by their defense, but the problem is their offense is so awful. If you're going to be a team that's carried now, by your defense. I'm going to tell defense. you the truth. You know, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I think the Jets have done a mistake by letting Zach Wilson get to Oh, Jesus Christ. I, I know they're invested in him, but let me tell you something. Offensively, they were a lot better with, with Joe Flacco. Hold on. Say you own a football team, right? Okay. You spend billions of dollars to do this. Yeah. And the coach Listen, comes to you and he says, Hey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. And the coach says, Hey, we're going to let Joe Flacco come in and lead this thing. Yeah. Joe, Joe, I mean, Joe Flacco. But, but obviously, Zach Wilson. Joe Flacco is Trent Dilfer okay, reincarnated. Wait a minute now. I actually think Joe Flacco is a little better than Trent Dilfer. Uh, <laughs> but let me tell you like this. Zach Wilson should have been on the sidelines watching Joe Flacco play football. Because this kid here, I I, I don't know what the fuck he's thinking. I, I, I don't get he's it. He's like him. a cowboy out there. It's the Wild West. He's whipping it around. It, it I agree with you. Are you, you trying to, to tell me he's trying to be Brett Favre? Yes. But he don't yes. have the arm of Brett Favre. Correct. And so he, it's, he doesn't it's have the balls. Ugly. The balls are the hammer of Brett Favre. Because we've all seen it. Yeah, we all saw it. I wouldn't necessarily call that a hammer, but I, I don't know. And this is the other thing. Like, it's the same thing that I felt about the Giants and the same thing I felt about the Lions. The Jets should not continue. It it, it just doesn't make sense. This is a five and two football team. Are you joking? Are you fucking kidding? They're that good. They are not that good. And you want to know something else? I, I bought into Gang Green. Denver Shala's got them guys playing their ass off. I agree with defensively, that. Defensively, you know what? They're I will, out defensively. I will commend both coaches in New York, but I will not commend those teams yet. In, in a couple weeks, when I inevitably think the Giants will be, you know, fucking ten and two. Then we will have a conversation. Okay. I think the wheels fall off the Jets, especially without Brees Hall. I think that's I, it. I'm a little worried about the Brees yeah. Hall thing, too. And Denver? I'm not going to lie. Denver shouldn't even have two wins. Denver realistically should not even have two wins. And you know what? They, going forward, you know they what? played. They, they took the Chargers to two overtime games. Well, 
I, I don't know how, but they did. Their defense. Well, they only they, who did? The Broncos play, only played the Chargers. They played once. them twice. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. They no, took them to overtime twice. They haven't played them twice. Oh, they played them the last game of the year. But the Chargers now don't really fucking... We, we'll talk about that, but they're not... Uh, we'll, we'll get there in a minute, but... They're not really I'd doing like to, anything for me right first now. First, I'd like to, to give a big shout-out to my man Derek Carr. Oh, God. He's tough as nails. He's tough as nails, Derek They were Carr. playing the fucking Texans. <laughs> they were playing the He's tough Texans. as nails. He went down, went down, got up, had to leave the game, came back in, and uh, had a really nice stat line. They were playing the Texans, who are now, because Carolina somehow pulled off the miraculous victory yesterday, now we can officially say the Texans are the worst team in football again. We can go back to that now. Well, I know. I think the Detroit Lions are the worst team in football. Ah, that, that, they're making, be honest with you. They're making a fight for it. Derek okay. Carr, 21 for 27, 241 yards, a touchdown. That's a nice stat line right there. That's a nice stat line. Solid. Yeah, it was That's solid. Very close to Brett Rippon. Uh, Josh Jacobs. 20 rushes. Fucky Josh Jacobs, dog. My God, that guy was a monster. Yes. Josh Jacobs. You called that one last week. You said Josh Jacobs was going to fucking. He. And he and did he everything did. that you said. It was a perfect matchup for him against Houston. He had 20 carries, 143 yards, three touchdowns. Absolute fabulous. And, and I, I know you don't Josh like Jacobs. the Pierce kid from. Uh, from. Houston, but I'll tell you what. I it's not that I, I watch him. He runs fucking hard. I it's not that I don't like Damian Pierce. I, I I wouldn't say that at all. The problem I have with Damian Pierce is that there's nothing else around him to polish him up. You know what I'm saying? So you got Philip Dorsett. <laughs> who? Who? I didn't who think did Philip Dorsett was still in the <laughs> league. Um, <laughs> what's his, what's he? Brandon Cooks. <laughs> I, 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 Jordan I, Atkins. They lost Nico Collins. He went out hurt yesterday. Did he? Oh, does anybody damn. even know who I just said? The three guys <laughs> I just said. Does anybody know who they are? Anyone? Oh God. Anyone? Um, Devontae Adams, eight receptions, ninety-five yards. Renfro had a nice game. Three receptions, fifty-five. Uh, Mac Collins, two receptions, forty-four yards. Got the touchdown. It, you know what? This but is this what we expect. A good game for them. This is what we this expect. Is what out they of the needed. This is what the Raiders needed to turn that corner. Yeah. They, they were one in fucking four. There's no way that they're that bad. No. They have a very good team. But that's, they needed this badly. Yes, they needed it. Badly. They needed the win. They put a lot of points. They put 38 up. They needed this bad. And you want to know something going forward? I mean, they're at New Orleans, at Jacksonville, against Indy. Denver again, Seattle. All these games are very winnable for them. Yeah, they could win their next six, and it wouldn't surprise me. Okay. And then they got the Chargers, the Rams, New England, Pittsburgh. What's you know everybody needs to figure out what the fuck is going on with the Chargers here. I mean, because let me tell you something: the scumbag led fucking Seattle Seahawks <laughs> went in there and absolutely popped them. Couple of they, things they, they finger popped them, and and I I I don't even know they what to say right now. Couple of things I noticed real quick about the Chargers: one, I don't think they're coached well. Oh, really? I don't think they're coached well. I think we can officially oh. say that because on talent, the last two seasons, you have a team that on the books should be in the Super well, Bowl. I, I will say this about the Chargers. Yes, they've got injuries. So does every other team in football. They have injuries that are offensive line, just like Tampa, and just like other teams that are really affecting them. 
And I'm going to tell you something. Justin Herbert does not look himself. Well, Jesus Christ, he's throwing I, the I ball. Know, 50, I know he's got broken ribs. His rim. fucking arm is going to fall off. <coughs> he's throwing the ball fifty-five <coughs> times a game. The last three games, he's threw the ball over fifty times. I mean, you can't, you can't, can't have do that. With and him. the problem I have with it is, you have Austin Eckler. Just hand him, give Austin Eckler carries. He's, Give he him had carries. Fifty-three yards rushing yesterday. Well, yes, because you have the a running back who's your leading receiver every week. Give him some carries. Yeah. Just let him go. Let him go. It is going to take more than eight or nine carries every week to get the offense. They don't run the football. They no. do not run the football. You cannot rely. Justin Herbert is going to implode. He will implode. And it, it's going to happen. Time of possession. You know, people don't think much of it. I personally think a lot of it. And well, because time of possession is a perfect 30, 34 minutes for the fucking Seattle Seahawks. Well, yeah, because at 27, 26 minutes for, for the, the Chargers. The best way Keep to judge off the field. The best way to judge if a team can run the football or not is by time of possession. And and it's very apparent in that that the Chargers could not run the football and they stay got hammered the for 214 yards on the ground. Against a very good Charger defense. Yes. Against, I will say. And they're missing Joey Bosa. Big time. Yes. Big are. time. But Kenneth Walker, fabulous day. 23 attempts, 168 yards, two touchdowns. Glad I traded him away. Uh, Thank you. And Geno Smith, realistically, Look is at his numbers. just doing enough to just win games. enough to yep. win. He 105 doesn't... QBR, uh, 20 completions, 210 yards, two touchdowns, a pick, two sacks. But... He's doing just enough to win. He dropped a dime on on the, the Goodwin kid, Marquise Goodwin. Yeah, he had a he good little game. He dropped a dime yesterday. on him. That was one of the nicest throws I've seen all year. Yeah. I mean, it was a perfect throw. Can't argue and, with you and, and if you, he's only throwing 20 times or 27 times a game, well, that's all he needs to do. Yes, that's all he he's needs to do. He's not pushing it. He's not pressing it. And I like that about And good thing he started to find Marquise Goodwin because DK Metcalf carted off with he a knee injury. With a knee injury, they don't know if it's serious or not yet. That's but it doesn't look good it, for him. It looked let me tell you something. It didn't look good. It doesn't matter because he still has the 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 reliable one there who I think Tyler a lot Lockett, of people baby. don't don't I don't think he gets the praise he deserves. Tyler Lockett is a man. He is a man. In a man's game, yeah, and and he's he's been solid his whole career. Good dude. You know what? You know what they need to do. If I was Denver, I would throw the books and try to get Tyler Lockett away from the Seattle scumbags. So that way, you can bring him into Denver to where Russell Wilson actually has a guy he could trust. You want me to be honest with you? I think this Russell Wilson thing in Denver is going to be over before before people know they're, they're locked in. You said it yourself. $160 million guaranteed. I mean, I don't... What the... Jesus Christ. Yeah, you're fucked. Well, well it's okay. Rob Walton can afford it. Um, next up, we have a fabulous Sunday night football matchup oh, between God. the Miami Dolphins and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, Kenny Pickett, another three-interception game. Uh, Najee say, Harris, I'll, I'll another this, big old nothing burger. Let me, oh. let me tell you something. Oh, you're going to pull the Brett Rippin on Kenny Pickett? Uh, hold on a minute. Kenny Pickett 
is going to have growing pains. We know this. If you think that's bad, how would you like to be Tennessee and have to start fucking, uh, what's his name, who cost him the fucking Malik game? Willis. Malik Willis on that stupid end around that he fumbled the ball and it cost him the fucking game yesterday. I, I mean, Malik Willis, they got him in there as a wide receiver going to take a fucking handoff to run the ball. When you got Derrick Henry. When you got Derrick Henry, at what point does Mike Vrabel, and I don't mean to go back to that game, get called out for something stupid like that when you got a guy like Derrick Henry in the back? Well, I think they're just trying to utilize him at I, the end I of the get day. That. That's I what get they're that, trying to do. It cost them the football game. Stupid. Well, Pickett, 32 completions on 44 attempts, 257 yards, a touchdown, three picks, two sacks. Najee Harris, 17 attempts, 65 yards. That's about that's his normal stat line now every week. Their offensive line is not good. Uh Fryermuth, eight receptions, seventy-five. Pickens six for six, sixty-one, and a touchdown. Um, supposedly Chase Claypool is about to get traded. I guess we'll see that. They're shopping traded. him. They're shopping him very heavily from what I was reading last for night. For draft picks? Correct. For capital. Capital. Um Deontay Johnson, five receptions, 42 yards. And I think they should at this point. I mean, Pickens kind of assumed that number one role, which puts Deontay Johnson at the number two role. And Okay. I mean, at the end of the day, I think that's how it's going to well, play out going forward. Pickett and Pickens have did, the report. How, what did you think of Tua last night? Okay. I, I it, mm, Personally, to me, me or did he, look he did not look himself. No. He did not look himself. Honest to God. This is, you remember, I was... You look tentative. When he got hit originally, right? So the Thursday night game. This is the four days after the hit game. That's how I think he looked, personally. I, I remember he came out. He didn't... Tua was averaging 73% passing. I, I don't think he was very accurate last night. He looked a little bit timid. He, I, you know, there was that one run he had, though, and he put down his shoulder, and he fucking... He laid it all out to try and fight for the extra yard, so I'll give him that much. But I think that's not necessarily a bad thing because they're integrating him back in the no, way I, that I they like should. that. And I'm going to tell you what I'm impressed with is Mosert. I agree. Ricky Mosert, I that agree. kid runs hard, hard I, runner. Uh, I don't think they would have won this game without him. Agree a thousand percent. Because nobody else could step up and, and get the production on the ground that this kid can get. No, yeah. 16 rushes, 79 yards, average 4.9 yeah. per carry for Mosert. Uh, to they a, had to settle for field goals. I'll say this about Pittsburgh's defense. They they held them to three field goals that should have been touchdowns. Yes, they and did. It should have been actually a blowout. They did. But Pittsburgh's defense really Miami up. was also playing a lot more conservatively than we're used to them playing. I will say that. Yeah. Um Mozart also picked up the lone touchdown on a reception. He was four for thirty and a tud there. Tua. 21 for 35, 60%, 261 yards, a touchdown, no picks, and he was not sacked. Thank God, because he probably would have shattered. Jalen Waddle, four receptions, 88 yards. Tyreek Hill, seven receptions, 72 yards. And it's just enough to get by. And you know what? When you're playing Pittsburgh, just do enough to get by. Because at yeah, the end of the day, they're not going to do much against you. You're making mistakes and you lose. Correct. Like Tampa. And you know what? I think it's 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 good that Miami has two a back because they they – they look a lot more well-rounded with him than they did with Teddy Bridgewater. And they play the Lions, the Bears, and the Browns going forward. 
and then they're on a bye. So guess what? They'll probably win the next four, and they're going to be right there in that playoff picture because I think the Jets are going to fall off a little bit, and then you're going to have those two teams really competing for that second playoff spot. You had three, you had three teams that were on buys this week. The five and one Bills. You had four teams on five buys. And, this week. Well, you had four teams on a buy, but three of them with, well, with winning records. The five and one Bills, the five and one Vikings, and the six and zero oh Philadelphia Eagles that did not play this week. So going forward next week, we'll see what happens because I, I think any game right now is a hard game to call. Can I make a bold prediction here? Sure. Um, and we'll obviously talk about this much more on the weekend show, but Pittsburgh is going to beat Philadelphia this weekend. I don't see that happening. We'll have to break that one down. Is it down at Philly or at Pittsburgh? It is at Pittsburgh, I believe. That's a rivalry game, and I don't yep. see that happening. I think that it might be. I this might be the week. Know. This might be the week. They had a hard time with the Dolphins. They're going to have a real hard time with the Eagles. Um, anything else? Well, I I'd like to just say what a complete and utter disappointment I am with the uh, the officiating. I, I I cannot stand officiating in the NFL right now. I know I'm not the only one that feels that way. It, something needs to stop. They need to make all of these roughing the passer. I, I can't stand games being cost on stupid calls that continue drives that drives should be stopped. And I, th I think it's changing the outcome of the games. That is a bad fucking thing. I don't like it, and it's not right. These officials are missing calls left and right, and for some reason, New York is supposed to catch all these mistakes with the officiating team in New York, and it's not even being looked at. That needs to be fucking addressed. Roger Goodell is a fucking clown. I don't like the rules. The, the, it all needs to fucking stop. I am all for player safety. But when you're going to put uh, aprons and bibs on these guys, you're, you're fucking stopping them from playing. This is why you see the rashes of injuries. Because these guys are not playing all out. They're hesitating. And when you hesitate, you get hurt. We were taught that from a young age. Starting when we started playing football, don't ever hesitate. Go full out, you'll be fine. You will not get hurt like you are if you hesitate. And this needs to fucking stop. I don't care what anybody else says. This is what I feel. I I've played football. Anybody who's had played any kind of football knows that if you can't go full out, you will get hurt. Anybody knows. Everybody knows that. And this is why you see these rash of bullshit, hamstring injuries, this, that, knee injuries, is because of the hesitation. It's because of the hesitation. Because these guys are not allowed to play full out. It's bullshit. It needs to fucking stop. Listen, they all know what they signed up for. They make a shit ton of money. They have they have medical stuff. They have They have retirement plans now. It all needs to fucking stop. Stop being afraid of being sued. And change... The, put the rules back to the way they were because it's worse now than it was 20 years ago. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the Tip Balls podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tip Balls, TikTok at Tip Balls podcast. 
If you are listening to us on Spotify or Apple Music, make sure you go subscribe on YouTube and watch us there. And if you're watching us, you probably already know where to listen to us. Thank you guys so much for listening. You will hear from Uncle Sam on and Bruce on Thursday yeah. for another edition of Fantasy Frenzy. I'll be gone. See you guys on Saturday. Am I perfect?